In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, beloved children of God, and welcome to Tuesday in the 24th week in the ordinary time of the church's year. Today being the 14th day of September 2021, we celebrate the exaltation of the Holy Cross of Jesus Christ. Let us together call upon our Lord Jesus to send and fill us with the power and the presence of His Spirit. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come, come, come. Beloved children of God, the title of my homily today is The Cross of Jesus, the Place of Death, and the Tree of Life. The Cross of Jesus, the Place of Death, yet the Tree of Life. The first reading today, friends, is taken from the book of Numbers, chapter 21, from verse 4 to verse 9. The second reading is taken from the letter of St. Paul to the Philippians, chapter 2, from verse 6 to verse 11. And the gospel reading is taken from the gospel according to John, chapter 3, from verse 13 to verse 17. One may ask, what exactly is this feast about? Today, friends, we celebrate this feast called the Exaltation of the Holy Cross. And today's feast celebrates the dedication of the Basilica of the Holy Sepulchre in Jerusalem. This church is one of the most important shrines in the world since it is believed to have been erected on the spot where the Lord Jesus was crucified and was buried. Today we celebrate the centrality of the cross in our Christian life, and it is an its saving power for us who believe. Again, um, the church's tradition maintains that the Roman soldiers buried the cross on which Jesus suffered and died to prevent it from being found out by the apostles when Constantine the Great was fighting with Maxentius for the Roman throne, one day he saw a vision of burning cross in the sky, along with the Greek words, in hoc signo vinces, meaning in this sign, conquer. Highly disturbed by this vision, he inscribed the first two letters of the Greek word Christos, which is X and P. In the English equivalent is C-H-R on all his standards and sheets. After this vision, Constantine fought Maxentius in the name of Jesus and defeated Maxentius in the Battle of Mivian Bridge on October 28, 312 AD. Constantine became the Roman Emperor and he started to support Christians. The original cross on which Jesus suffered and died was found out by Helena, the mother of 
the emperor Constantine the Great in the year 322. The king of Persia invaded Palestine in the year 664 and won the battle. He took a lot of precious materials, including the original Holy Cross. The emperor Heraclius of Constantinople waged war against the king of Persia and took back the Holy Cross on his own shoulder to Jerusalem in the year 629. He could not climb the cavalry mountain since he was wearing the robes of the emperor. But Zechariah, the bishop of Jerusalem, told the emperor to wear ordinary clothes and then take the cross. When the emperor has changed his clothes to simple and ordinary dress, he could climb the cavalry and place the cross in the tomb. This victory of the cross is what we celebrate today. Dear children of God, like I said already in the title of today's homily, the cross of Jesus is the place of death, yet the tree of life. And the readings of today captures this very clearly. In the very first reading, the people of Israel, as they journeyed from Egypt to the promised land, they were in the wilderness, they were complaining about the poor feeding they were having from God through the ministration of Moses. And God saw their ingratitude and their complaints and sent in serpents. And all of those that were beaten by the snake died until they cried to God through the intercession of Moses for mercy and for forgiveness. And instantly, God instructed Moses to erect a bruised serpent on his staff, on the tree. And those who looked up to this serpent were saved. They gained life. And today, in the very second reading, we are presented with Jesus, who humbled himself, though he is equal with God the Father. Remember, he is the second person of the Trinitarian God. But he emptied himself of his glory, took our human nature in order to save humanity. And beyond just taking our human nature, he became a slave and died a shameful death of the cross. Dear children of God, where do we, what do we learn from these readings? The wilderness symbolizes the cross without the presence of Jesus on the cross. The wood, the cross itself on its own, without the presence of Jesus on it, symbolizes death symbolizes hunger as we saw in the wilderness the people of israel they were hungry they had tasteless food they were beaten and they were dying because of the snake bite this is what the wood of the cross without jesus on it symbolizes it symbolizes the world that has been rejected by god and condemned by god as a result of the sin of our first parents adam and eve and our own actual sins this cross without the person of jesus christ represents calamity it represents condemnation as a matter of fact when we compare the earthly world with the heavenly world the heavenly world the earthly world will symbolize the the, the, the cross without jesus where there is suffering where there is injustice where there is calamity where there is affliction where there is complaints husband complaining about their wives wives complaining about their husband children complaining about parents parents complaining 
complaining about children, complaints against the government, complaints about the education sector, complaints about physicians, about the health sector, about the private sector, about the public sector, complaints against bribery and corruption, complaints against immorality. No, lack of satisfaction. This is the reality of the world without Christ. This is the reality of qualifications without Christ, wealth without Christ, beauty without Christ, popularity without Christ, authority and power without Christ, without Christ, influence without Christ. Anything devoid of Jesus Christ is a place of death, is a place of shame, is a place of disappointment, is a place of complaint, is a place of misfortune. As we saw in the life of the people of Israel in the wilderness and in the world before the coming of Jesus Christ as recorded in the book, the letter of St. Paul to the Philippians. And Jesus makes it clear again in the gospel reading that the same faith awaits the world and God recognizing that the world is like a the wood of the cross without Jesus Christ, which is a place of death, which is a place of shame, which is a place of condemnation and rejection, needed to send his only begotten son to come climb the cross in order to give a new meaning to the universe, in order to give life to humanity, in order to give hope where there is no hope, in order to turn around the situation like Moses erected the brazen serpent on the pole. Jesus said that he has come into the world just as Moses raised the serpent, so he shall be lifted up. And when he's lifted up, all who look up to him, those who believe in him, shall be saved. For so, God loved the world so much so that he sent his only begotten son, that those who believe in him will not be condemned, will not perish, but have eternal life. So you can see that the advent of Jesus Christ, the coming of Jesus Christ to the sin of the human existence is what translated our state and our condition of condemnation, of rejection, of calamities, of death, of pain, of troubles, of yokes and bondages of all kinds to a new state of life. The life where we find the fullness of life, we find reconciliation with God, we find mercy, we find forgiveness, we find healing, we find redemption. The cross, the crucifix, which is the cross with the pressing of Jesus on it, is our place and the tree of life. The devil, through the ancient serpent, conquered humanity and destroyed life on the tree, the tree at the heart of the Garden of Eden. And the same devil is conquered on the tree of life. Life was lost on the tree and on the wood of the cross through the person of Jesus Christ. Life is gained. Condemnation came through the tree. Condemnation is now conquered and will receive acquittal through the wood of the cross with Jesus on it. The children of God. This is what we celebrate today. The victory, the triumph of the Holy Cross. The person of Jesus Christ hanging on the wood of the tree, on the cross, giving a new meaning to human existence. And so, dear children of God, just like the people of Israel look up to the brazen serpent on the pole raised by Moses, just like Jesus, after he has died, and the word of God says that God has given him a name that is above all other names. In the second reading today, St. Paul writing to the Philippians in chapter 2 from verse 6 to verse 11. And that at the mention of this name, every knee bows and every tongue confesses him to be the Lord and Savior. So too, we have been given this privilege to look up to Jesus hanging 
on the cross and then we cry to him in our needs and in our petitions, in our worries and our anxieties, with all our complaints, with all our pains, with our shame, with our death, and we receive help, we receive life, we receive redemption, we receive restoration, we receive revival. If only we believe in him. Look at, Jesus was very careful in the gospel. He said, when the Son of Man is lifted up, those who believe in him shall be saved. Not before he's lifted up. There are many who follow Jesus before he's lifted up. At the moment of his being lifted up on the cross of Calvary, they ran away from him. Such a people may enjoy the benevolence of Christ. They may enjoy his miracles. They may enjoy his wonders and signs. But ultimately speaking, they can still lose the salvation of Christ. They can see suffer the drought of eternal damnation. The children of God, the place of victory, the place of life, the place of redemption, the place of revival, the place of true wealth, the place of true victory is on the crucifix or in the place of Christ on the cross. Everything you pursue in life today without Christ is empty is uselessness, is vanity, is destruction unto oneself. Let us therefore run to the foot of the cross in our needs and in our worries, in our anxieties, in our concerns, in our challenges, in our pains and in our affliction. What we suffer today as, in, as individuals, as a nation and as a world. Let us return to the foot of the cross. Let us cling to the cross. Let us cling to the cross of Jesus. Let us hang on to him. Let us cast our gaze on him. He will not fail us. He will not disappoint us. What is your situation today, dear child of God? I raise the crucifix of Jesus above you today, over you, over your family, over your marriage, over your destiny, over your business, over your career, over your occupation. I raise the crucifix, Jesus crucified, over the nation Nigeria, over Africa, and over our world today. I pray that the blood that is dropping from the crucified Jesus on the cross of Calvary will drop upon you, will drop upon your condition, will drop upon your health, will drop upon your organs, every organ that is failing you. Is it your heart? Is it your kidney? Is it your liver? Is it your womb? Is it your reproductive organs? Is it your respiratory system? Is it your circulatory system? Everything about you, about your family, about your children, about the future of this nation, I subject to the authority of the and the power of the crucified Jesus that everything will be brought about, will, will, will experience a total turnaround for the greater glory of God's holy name and for the good and the betterment of the children of God. As many as believe in the power Power of the cross, may they experience the redeeming, redeeming power of the cross. May they experience the salvific power of the cross of Jesus in the mighty name of Jesus. Saint Paul, writing to the, 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 the Corinthians in the first letter to the Corinthians, chapter one, verse twenty-three and verse twenty-four, he says, "For the Jews, the cross." is a, a kind of stumbling block. For the Gentiles it is folly, but for us who believe, it is the power and the wisdom of God. Let this power and the wisdom of God come to your rescue in whatever predicament you are going through today that you may experience the exaltation of the cross of Jesus. Just like the warriors, the crusaders, experience victory just like Constantinople, experience victory through the power of the cross. May you experience victory in every battle, in every challenging situation you are going through today through the power in the crucified jesus 
through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Be assured of my prayers and my blessings always, and happy feast day of the exaltation of the Holy Cross of Jesus Christ. It is well with you.